0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Curious Bodhi. This is Nyanabi. Uh, I wanted to do something a little spontaneous uh, based on what I've just been thinking and experiencing in these past few moments. So I came home and I asked my husband the question, do you really find that your things give you a sense of security and comfort? And he had to sit down and think about it for a second and he didn't really know at first of course being a woman (laughs) I gave him my feedback and I said this place that I live in is just a place it's a physical space of course I appreciate it and I've been in much worse Um, I'd been poor for two years and looking forward to my next meal not knowing if I could afford a bag of rice but You know, I've been through that and I really appreciate this physical space I live in. But if any of my things went away, whether it be my clothes, my computer, my musical equipment that facilitates the work that I do through music or my art supplies or even my job, all these things that provide physical comfort or are supposed to actually don't give me physical comfort. Um, I'm not sure what what's the case for most people or if you can even say across the board most people. I don't think there is a most people but I'd like to hear what you think. So the questions open. Do your physical surroundings, possessions and everything you wake up to And use with your physical senses, do they give you a sense of security and comfort? My husband said, no, they don't, but he appreciates it as well. And he mentioned it's probably part of our basic survival instinct to have food, water, shelter, and, you know, feel warm and feel safe but I don't think that my happiness truly would be affected by any of these being relinquished and him neither and coincidentally a few moments later I went to check Facebook as you do and one of my friends asked how she can get rid of the poverty mindset and she was asking for videos or some sort of pointers on YouTube or wherever where she could learn how to retrain her mind out of the poverty mindset and my immediate response was to point her to Daoshi, I hope I'm saying that right, Daoshi meditations and sometimes I listen to him before bed but he goes through the process of having you really hone in on what you're grateful for in your life. What's all around you, you know, your family, your husband, your wife, your kids, your friends, even your physical possessions, because they do help facilitate the work that we do in the world. And maybe it's something so simple as the roof over your head because that is important protects us from wind and rain and snow especially in London all this crazy stuff this weather but I told her we don't need a lot we're already rich and that's true like that is true because whatever you have whatever you've had in the past whatever you will have in the future whatever you're dreaming about It's just to fill a sense of lack and the lack comes from insecurity. And We have to understand what is this insecurity? And yes, it can be survival, but a lot of us are not starving. We're not in dire need. Like some people, they are, they're actually starving. They actually have nowhere to live and they have no income or they're doing a crazy menial job working on malnutrition to just try to survive and that's a different kind of instinct but our insecurity especially in the West is different and we have to find what is creating that sort of pull that lack and once we find it we immediately try to fill it And that can be with experiences like, I mean, it can be filled with anything. The obvious ones are TV and porn and video games, but even experiences like getting a promotion or some people, they love uh, doing bhakti work, like bhakti yoga, dancing for Krishna. And they feel like their heart is never filled up enough. Unless they do enough for Krishna, or unless they're on you know this ecstatic journey of dancing, chanting, and doing their it's like prayers like at church. Um, unless they're doing that, they're not fulfilled, and we can't be in one state all the time. So it's like the it's like a cycle. The Buddhist called it samsara. It's a cycle. And we go through numerous amounts of emotions, attachments, engagements, and sensations, memories, all of this stuff. And it's really what is true about samsara that we try to fill. And they're not just pleasurable experiences. be anything but I think the point is that the space can never be filled forever if there's a lack it has to come back to lack or if there's full you have to come back to full it's also like the yin yang it's light and dark up and down black white Fulfillment, unfulfillment. It's a cycle. And this is also about change. So I think the Western mind is susceptible to veering towards material change and the security that they can fill their lack with. The Buddha went much deeper and he looked into the nature of the mind to see what it thought it lacked. Or when it thought it was full, based on all of these things I just said about experiences and emotions and such. And it really is true if you look at it. One mindset, I mean, mindsets come and go. You can go to a program to help you, you know, the 12 steps to getting rich or the 12 steps to being fulfilled or the 12 steps to happiness and somewhere along the line you're always going to have another disappointment and that's just the truth so maybe the best way is to reach out of samsara altogether I'm still working on it but let me know what you think, guys, about uh, whether your environment, material possessions, surroundings, uh, everything you think you own. Is it important for your sense of self and security? Tell me next time. And email me at curiousbody at zoho.com. Take care.